Word of the day is ubiquitous. U-B-I-Q-U-I-T-O-U-S meaning existing or being everywhere, especially at the same time. Omnipresent. Ubiquitous spookiness. You just tuned into the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast. I'm Fee, and I'm happy you're here with me. Thank you so much for listening. If you're a first-time listener, hey. And if you are a continued listener, welcome back. Um, I really <laughs> want to create a different trailer, create a different um, summary for what the show is all about. I'm working on it. And this is why I'm like, yo. I need y'all to be patient with me because I promise you, I'm like, you know, as you're doing something, as you're continuously doing something, you're trying to not necessarily even master, but just get to a comfortable point where you're like, okay, yeah, this is, this is exactly what this is. So thank you so much for your patience as I'm getting it together. Okay. Quote of the day is, all it takes is one bad day to reduce the sanest man alive to lunacy. That is by Alan Moore. And he is a, this was, this quote comes from Batman, The Killing Joke, 1988 graphic novel. Or I think this one, yeah, this is a graphic novel. I believe and you know what's interesting is this quote was a powerful to me but I didn't know Alan Moore also wrote V for Vendetta if you're not familiar just stay tuned for maybe another episode where we discuss it but if you are wow you know what I'm saying like he wrote that graphic novel so Alan Moore shout out to him song of the day is from the 19. 19- 92 film Dracula okay it is called Mina's Photo it is composed by Warshak Kilar and I'm gonna be honest when I was like yo I want this to be you know the song for the day I did a deep dive my goodness and started looking up the roles that Gary Oldman played prior to this movie. And then I started to look started to look up um awards given for the film because quite frankly, in my opinion, Gary Oldman deserved at least the Oscar nom for this role. In my humble opinion. And, you know, he wasn't nominated and that's fine, but it's not. The movie itself was nominated and won a few, like, creative type awards. You know, costume design, bluesy blue, bubble boom. But to me, comma, Gary Oldman could have swapped out for a few of the people in that category for best actor. And furthermore, 
might I just say Denzel Washington should have won that year anyway for Malcolm X. And that in itself is another conversation. Perhaps next year during Oscar season, I'll do a deep dive episode or two or three or five. <laughs> but no, seriously, or two on that because um, that was a whole thing. Like, and, and just awards <laughs> and how they're giving their noms, like, it's really a whole thing. So, just to say on the topic again, the song of the day is Mina's Photo, composed by Walshak Kilar. And to cleanse the air of not getting credit where credit is due, bring out your clove incense because the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast incense for the season of autumn is clove. Clove incense. Dispels negative energy, banishes evil, is an intellect stimulator that improves focus and memory and has even, apparently, quote unquote, been known to draw wealth and prosperity. And Lord knows, <laughs> we could all use a little bit of that, am I right? You know, economies and everything alike. Okay, so y'all know how I keep mentioning if you've listened before, how oh, I'm never going to fully commit to knowing something, right? I'm never going to become an expert on anything. And this is like one of my conscious decisions, a hill that I will live on, not die on, but I will live on. Now, in my head, I think it's kind of a prison to create a label for yourself or or categorize yourself because humans are quite dynamic a human is to be a human to live as a human is quite dynamic of a feat and so you know even though I understand that humans love to identify categorize label in the end, it's nice and cute at first, in theory, in ide- in, 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 as an idea. But at the end of the day, it's a bit of a prison and it's a bit of a shut. It shuts in who you are as a person to just simply say, oh, I am this, I am that. Because you're more than just that. There's levels to even that. You know what I mean? So anyway, there's been some words in particular that have irritated me over some time like since I think I want to say 2020 I'm like looking at these words I'm looking at what people are saying about it I'm thinking to myself okay something's not resonating in my spirit about it and (laughs) it's femininity and masculinity it's feminine and masculine divine feminine divine masculine whatever Blase, blah, woody, woo. And so let's just start with before I get into my take, hot take, or cold take rather. So femininity, you know, as a as and I never really 
I don't know, this was me personally. It just never really felt comfortable for this definition. But it was like femininity is supposed to be like the qualities and the natures of the female sex or whatever. Like technically, really, it's about traditional qualities of a woman. And then, you know, masculinity is the opposite. And then divine femininity is supposed to be the spiritual concept of really those traditional qualities. And it's like, you know, yes, let's, I don't even know what the words to use are like on my own. But basically, divine feminine is a spiritual version of, of nurturing, is a spiritual version of embodying the essence of bearing. You know, there's an emphasis on womb, and the opposite goes for divine masculinity. Either way. All of these words have always kind of, you know, rang on my ear. But as recently as, I think, 2019, I really began to question, like, what's the obsession? Because these words keep being used over and over and over again. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, the new thing is like, okay... Let's release the traditional shit. But somehow we're mixing this traditionalness with this divinity, with still these concepts. And these are concepts. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not, we don't have to subscribe to this. The truth of the matter is these, in my head, and what I've concretely realized is I don't know what the fuck femininity and masculinity really are because my thing is their energy forces number one and number two everybody has both those things whether you identify as a man or a woman you have both those things anyway innately furthermore what if there's more than a femininity and a masculinity what if it's an infinity or it's a bluticity or a collidity I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like to be so stuck on these things, knowing that we really don't know shit, seems like it prohibits you from actually growing within yourself. Like, yeah, you have some feminine qualities. Yeah, you have some masculine qualities. Yeah, there's a divine feminine. Yeah, there's a divine masculine. But at the end of the day, what does that mean? Like, we could sit here all day and debate on what is that and what it means. But what does that mean in terms of your existence? And what you want for the future evolution of yourself? And it just made me realize, you know, number one, I genuinely don't know what these things mean. And number two, I genuinely don't care. Because at the end of the day... It's just not helping me. It's not aiding me. And it never has. 
are there things to take away from like you know once it's what once it's defined are there things to take away from that and say okay i can use this of course as with any damn thing but i'm like i'm not about to get stuck on hey girl reach into your divine femininity like uh, you know it's i just feel like and listen this just me but i just feel like for me and maybe y'all can resonate with it i don't want to get stuck on these particulars and be blocking more things and delve and and discover more things about myself because I'm so stuck on this is this and this is that and that is these you know what I mean like I don't know I just can't so maybe one one episode way 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 down the line I will you know define it definitively in which it's supposed to be defined quote-unquote like on paper but I genuinely think it's kind of dumb that people are obsessed with making sure that people are into these words you know what I'm saying like don't get me wrong I'm a lover of words for sure but do I make sure that this word is defining who I am past present future hell no I don't want to no (laughs) we're ever growing wherever hell if we want to evolve we can't be stuck on no definitions or nothing and that's just coming from a person who loves words like even words themselves evolve words are reclaimed all the time (laughs) you know as a black woman southern I know so it's just like, ugh. I just hate that people, when they have these opinions or when they get these definitions from good people or horrible people, you know, whatever. But mainly, you know, people just trying to make sure they say, hey, this is what this is. I'm like, okay, after the, all that is said and done, where do you go from there? Like, yeah, take some notes about it, but let's move on and let's move forward. And after the break... I will get into more. Not me doing ads, Lord. (laughs) Not me doing ads. (sighs) Listen, I had to see if I could monetize on the thing. But listen, subscribe and follow the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast, please. On the platform you're listening to, to keep up with links and other mentionables associated with this episode and this podcast in general and did you know that you could follow this podcast on twitter or facebook you can and you can also email cotton candy cloud pod at gmail if you have any questions or qualms okay now october is one of my favorite months i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie and it's interesting because my favorite season is winter, but one of my favorite months is October. And so the energy of this month, it just oozes autumn, you know, fully with 
with that because it just you get the most beautiful picturesque landscape scenes of the year and it's spooky which means every subcategory of spooky focused things dark humor family-centered scary stuff spooky musicals i mean i can enjoy the spooky theme at any time of the year obviously right but I'm just saying it feels right in October. <laughs> That's how I always feel. So, how about we get into some spooky literature and hop into Book of the Month. So, Book of the Month for the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast is Edgar Allan Poe, Complete Tales and Poems with Selected Essays. Let me just mention, okay, Edgar Allan Poe with his white male self is one of my favorite authors, writers, and poets. I I can't lie. The man just knows how to eloquently, obviously poetically, uh, ever so slightly, if you will, grasp. The concept of horror grabs the concept of suspense, mystery. Ugh, it's sexy. The things he does with the genres of mystery, horror, and suspense. And I don't know, y'all. I don't know if you get it. If you don't, it's okay. But regardless, if you can, go get Edgar Allan Poe's Complete Tales and Poems with Selected Essays. One of the best gifts I've ever gotten for sure. Can't remember if it was Christmas or my birthday, whatever. Shout out to Cran. But yeah, that book. And that's not even it said it's it, you know, the title of course is complete tales and poems with selected essays, but it's really not like his complete thing. But it doesn't matter. Either way, try to get it if you can, okay? Now remember when I was telling y'all how we were going to go over some movies and TV shows that put you in the spirit of the spooky season, right? Or get you into the spooky season. I have some. And I was saying, oh, we're going to do Disney. We're going to do Netflix. And we're going to do Tubi. Okay, so first, we're going to start out with Disney and Netflix. Because Tubi, I'll, that's going to be next episode. And it's going to be the is gonna be the whole episode. Well, not the whole episode, but I'm gonna have more than I do for the for Disney and um, Netflix for this episode, right? So, listen, listen. I'm doing three for three, three TV shows, three movies on the platforms of the streaming platforms of Disney and Netflix. Okay, so. For Disney, obviously, Hocus Pocus, one. (laughs) And then, of course, a comfortable segue to Hocus Pocus, too. And by the way, I think that just dropped last Friday, I think. Hold on. Yeah. Last Friday. 
Okay, so and thirdly, keeping it classy, classic, the nightmare before Christmas. Because truly, that is originally a spooky season movie, okay? But what I love about it is that it can go from, to me, that's a perfect movie that goes from October to December. Like, real nice, real smooth, the whole thing. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way. We're going to Netflix. I'm sorry. I was like, what? (laughs) We're going to Netflix. And we're going to do... Now, for Disney TV, I couldn't... There's a few things, but I couldn't think of anything. We'll, We'll come back to that. I mean, I could think of some things, but I was like, let's just not do Disney TV. So, we're just doing the Disney movies to just reiterate Hocus Pocus 1, Hocus Pocus 2. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Then we're going to go to Netflix. Yes, we are doing TV. We're doing Goosebumps. Classic. R.L. Stein. Let's do it. Classic. I, there's no more to go. The next one is Two Sentence Horror Stories. One of my favorites on Netflix is a TV show. Short, like, anthology type thing uh and it's a two and literally two sentence horror story so they take that prompt of two sentences make it into you know like a short little visual depiction lovely wonderful straight to the point spooky good wonderful okay then the next one or really the third TV show on Netflix to stream during spooky season is The Haunting of Hill House. Let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you something. Because when I said Goosebumps and I said two sentence horror stories, I was getting a little kiddish. Goosebumps is classy. Kiddish. Arl Stein, obviously. Two sentence horror story. Cute. Kiddish. A little bit. But in there. But The Haunting of Hill House. A Netflix Ridge. Baby. I'm scared. I was scared. Like, finishing it was the, it was just scary. I don't know, the ambiance, it was like it was lovely and emotional and family-oriented or something. But it was, I listen, spooked. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, while you're still on Netflix, you done got your TV shows, right? Here are your movies. I'm keeping it simple because the layout is there. Plan your food and take for the day. Gather around the old flat screen TV or whatever you have and watch Fear Street. Part one, part two, and part three. And you know what I love about this is that, okay, when I started a Netflix suggestions for TV, it was Goosebumps. That's R.L. Stein. Now, why is Fear Street R.L. Stein? (laughs) I just realized... But listen, it's worth it. I will say what Netflix did with the Fear Street Part 1, Part 2, Part 3. Real cute. Real fun. Real spooky. I loved it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really genuinely think they did their thug fizzle. And 
I'm kind of, there were some talks. This is a side note, but there were some talks that they're going to do some more parts to it or like, or elaborate on it. I really hope so. Cause that was so fun. Like, and I think it all came out last year consecutively, like June, July, August or something like that. But I guess the real award goes to Arl Stein. I mean, I don't know. God, I hope he's not problematic. Anyway, I just wanted to say that before I get off this mode, is that there's a lot of fear and doubt in this world, which is unfortunate. It is because my thing is, There are that much more fearless monsters and brave, wicked people doing their thing. And it hurts that some of the best of us are fearful. Some of the best of us are doubtful. And it's hindering us from progressing on. Can I just say... If there is a way to take the energy... Of this season of spooky, of this season of horror, mystery, suspense, and thrill, and use it to say, fuck fear, fuck doubt, let me move forward. I encourage you to do so because that's what I'm finna do. I mean, that's what I've been doing, but I'm defo. Like I said, October does something really to me, but I'm defo finna do that. Defo. <laughs> So, looking forward to you listening next week. Again, thank you so much for your patience. If this is a show that you kind of look forward to every other week or whatever the hell I'm doing, I'm trying to get myself together, okay? Know that, all right? And thank you for listening. I love you. And when your head is in the clouds, there's always something sweet to think about. Thank you for listening to the Cotton Kenny Clouds podcast.